Hello, everybody, and welcome to what's left of us, a D&D &D stream. Uh, I am your host and DM, Jaycorn, and I am here today to not only play a good game of Dungeons and Dragons with my friends, but we are also here to raise money for Equality Texas and a bunch of other charities links in the chat. Um, so I don't need to tell you folks that something bad happened in Texas. Uh, there's lots of bad happening all over the place, but, um, as soon as I heard, we, uh, we got on the horn with some people in, uh, some local Texas organizations and we put together a whole like package of, of links and stuff like that, including this Tiltify campaign. So today's focus is going to be on this. Uh, we're going to play some D and D and then after we're done our D&D will do our usual table talk show where we uh, answer chat questions about the um, the session itself. And uh, and then after that, even I'm going to keep the stream going. I'm going to have guests on um, honestly, really, whoever wants to be on. But I, I definitely have uh, at least uh, our lovely mod. Sam, I believe, is going to pop on and uh, maybe just chat or or play some games. Who knows? We're just going to keep the energy going and and do this. And we might even have I think I just got confirmation from somebody. Uh, I believe Natalie, Natalie Ferguson from the Monroe's Grace Place in Texas. And we she might be popping on to do some chatting about that. Um, to the game. Uh, some trigger warnings for the content in the game. This is a Dungeons and Dragons game, so there'll be combat and there'll be uh, mature themes and all that stuff. I can't really give you specifics because obviously we don't know. We're, uh, it's an RP. We're gonna be constantly flowing and moving around. If you ever have any issues with what's going on screen you can't handle anymore, please do yourself a favor and switch off the channel for a little bit. Come back later if you want to. It's all good, right? Um, speaking of Sam, incidentally, Sam, pronouns in my bio down below, is our lovely mod, and he will be taking care of chat for today. So if you have any questions, ping Sam, and if you cause a problem, Sam will ping you. I believe that is the idea. <laughs> okay, now, my friends have been listening to me this entire time, go through my, my warm-up charade here, and so I'm going to unmute them now. And they're going to be probably laughing at me. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Laughter! What a fucking what a, nerd. Oh my god. Uh, what, an, oh, what an intro was wow. that? <laughs> I can't believe he said that. Can you believe that Taxes. he said that? I, I mean, hi. <laughs> hi, everybody. Hang on. I'm, I'm putting a giant <laughs> rat girther on strain here. One second. Uh, I am also doing the same. She's a big woman. She's she's uh, very large and <laughs> big in charge. Personality. <laughs> in every sense of the word. Big on the screen. Yep. Uh, I'm just gonna make. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something really cute. I'm gonna pretend that she's on a webcam, because I am a cute, goofy person like that. Um, can I hold on? There. I hope that works. A friend. I wonder if the captions will show up. 
the captions we'll may not show up for um, Mildred today, but that's that's fine. That's not the worst thing in the world. Why wouldn't they? they no, they are. Everything's fine. Oh, is it? Okay, good. Yes. Okay. It's working. Excellent. I'm going to put that all the way down here. So that works out. So it should work out just fine. Okay. All you'll know I also fixed the the CC from last time. <laughs> they no longer cover my entire face. Uh thank you to the yeah, kind people yeah. who run Video Ninja for actually making that um what just happened. What did I do to myself? There you go. Um who who helped me with the coding for this because I am a coding moron. So there's that. <laughs> Uh, it is all safe and good to go now. Okay, so before I get too distracted with anything else going on, let's introduce the people at my table, starting with uh, this way. So I guess Ron. Hello, I am Ron Megaron of Megaron TV. I regularly stream on Twitch, typically Friday nights, 6 o'clock until 9 o'clock. Nice. And um, I make content for YouTube, but it's kind of hit or miss right now. So yeah, there's that. Um, otherwise, you'll see me here playing Dungeons and Dragons with these folks. Lovely. Uh, Jinx, should I introduce my character as well? Or no, okay. Uh, my name is the Wild Jinx. Um, I also stream on Twitch and do YouTube. I also um, make chainmail jewelry. That's that's about it. And I have YouTubes. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> My name is Star, and I've apparently stolen everyone's captions. <laughs> I'm looking at the stream right now, and the captions are not just mine, they're everyone's, but I am the captions now. <laughs> yeah, I, I speak for the party. I'm, I'm, I'm the face and the captions. Oh, she's holder. our leader? Yeah. I'm in the center. That's why, uh, yeah. Did, did you guys know that we voted last time? Totally. <laughs> anyway, my name is Star. I am a comic artist slash anime girl. Um, I draw... I do stuff. I wrote a book about making web comics. You can check that out. Thestarfishface.com, everybody. Ayo. <laughs> there you go. And pets. All right. Mildred. Hi, I'm uh, Mildred Thought Slime. Uh, I make videos about slime, feces, genitalia, and other things typically considered gross. Uh, you can find me at um, Thought Slime, uh, youtube.com slash Thought Slime. Is that place? Hello. 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 Uh, and finally, and Zoe. I am Zoe B. I have forgotten how all the words. Um, I make YouTube videos as well. I don't have a vanity link, but if you just search Zoe B, that's where you can find me. Uh, I make video essays about lots of things, a variety of things. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and finally, finally, extra finally, hi, I'm Jay. Uh, you're at my channel right now. Uh, I make this primarily. <laughs> um, uh, I do a little bit of YouTubing every once in a while when the fancy hits me. That's where you'll find all the content for this. It'll be on the YouTube page connected to this channel. Um, and I, uh, I, that's about it, really. I mean, if you were in Ottawa, I can teach you how to use a sword. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Would be tempting I've never... if it wasn't so cold. Right? Yeah. See, we haven't been able to do anything for like months. For reasons. Canadians. And it's usually because it's cold. It's usually very cold. 
can't relate. Okay. Can't relate, says the southern. It is 78 degrees here. I am also in the We're so close to the boiling point. So it's only gotten well, hotter since the first time that you bragged about how hot it was. Well, yeah, because that was the morning, and now it's the afternoon. Of course. I guess that is how mm -hmm. time works. Yep. <laughs> well, okay, folks. <clears throat> Aside from, I think, okay, so I did the charity. I told everybody what was going on after the stream. I introduced everybody. My ADHD mind is checking off lists. I think that's everything. I even said what the content was going to be. So I did, I did the content creator thing. I think that's it. So I think we can start. Um, uh, one last personal note. It's been a rough month in general. Uh, Jinx and I live in Ottawa. And uh, then all of this other stuff happened the last week. In addition to, like, gestures to the world on fire. Um, so uh, I'm super happy that we all got to sit down and just play some pretensies. Let's get started. I'm going to bring us over to the map screen. Hello, map screen. Oh, no, I've got to do the Wrath Gertha thing over here, too. I forgot. Uh, uh, image. Oh, Wrath Gertha. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was referring to your image counterpart. Uh, image Wrath Gertha, star of the channel. <laughs> Many people have an image of Wrath Gertha. <laughs> Accurate or otherwise. I love how the captions just said Raptor. <laughs> Ski! <laughs> yeah. The mighty Raptor. My name is so difficult to spell that only the greatest spellers in the land can spell it. <laughs> okay, good. Perfect. Except now I've got to bring you all the way to the bottom. Perfect. Well, not that far to the bottom. Jeez, don't go over the margins. There you go. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to lock you in place. And we are going to open up the map. Uh, God, why are you not working now? Oh, oh I know why. Uh -huh, I did it. I'm all right. Specific window. Technical Can I? Aspire. Uh, the life of a, of a streamer who plays many games in general. Aha! Uh -huh, there's the map! Yeah, I'm, I'm very important. I have many leather-bound books. Um, welcome back to the town of Loudwater, everybody. When last we left off, our party, piecemeal, either ran into each other or made their way up past the steps into gold the Gold District, which is where the rich folk live and up to the uh, train station where the wheeled carriage is being unveiled for the very first time. This is the chariot, an invention of uh, several rich folks in Loudwater itself and meant to bring uh, tourism back to the place. Now, each of you have come by through wit, guile, or money, your own tickets to be on this exact 
ride from here to Waterdeep. And you've gathered just when the speech was more or less getting started. There's a large crowd around you, many people from many places. You even have, uh, you may notice here, a giant just kind of sitting in the background, chilling. It's definitely not able to ride at all, but uh, watching nonetheless with great interest. And up on the stage, you see um, an elderly man in stately, very wizardy robes. It's like he's he's broadcasting that he's a wizard. Um, Ron, uh, or sorry, Vernon and Maldris, both of you have been living in town long enough to know that this gentleman is the mayor, the current governor of the town, um, uh, Lord Talbeck, I believe. Where are my notes? Why am I such a bad DM? Ha! Lord Talbor, I was right. Ha <laughs> ha! Memorization. Uh, and Lord uh, Talbor is a a former adventurer himself, uh, of of uh, mild repute, uh, but he retired and became the mayor of this town, and that's what he's been doing ever since. Standing with him is a very oh sorry, well dressed tall elf man. And a uh, uh, also a tall elf woman that Maldris you recognize to be Tulu Artigan, your direct superior. Okay. Uh, there are automatons standing at the ready on either side of the entryway, ready to take tickets and keep the crowd back should that be necessary. But um, it's never really necessary in Loudwater. It's a bunch of rich folk. They don't tend to crowd and be rowdy. Uh, so it's all just for show. Um, Lord Talbar starts off with a story about himself, as he usually does, <laughs> and, and it takes a while. Most of the people in the audience start yawning. I remember the halcyon days of my youth, when traveling would take many ten days. Why, if these feet could talk? And then he casts like a little like throwing voice spell and he makes his feet talk and he thinks it's very funny. <laughs> the audience like <laughs> politely laughs. Dude's posting <laughs> cringe like, in the chat. <laughs> turn around and, and like look at Rap. <laughs> Do you not get it? <laughs> <laughs> And um, <laughs> this this like Talbor hears it and he just he beams, he he man, best laugh he's gotten in, in ages. Um, <laughs> cringe has been banned from chat, lol. Uh, and he basically just kind of continues with that bit because it got a laugh for like a good solid minute more than it should. He is looking at she is. Guthrie is like. <laughs> like crying with laughter the more he does it just... <laughs> like he's doing a little tap routine and he's making his feet say ow every time that's the sort of stuff that he's ow oh. he's like she can't like... she can't breathe like i might have to roll for damage at some point if she can't, she can't <laughs> um be here one second while this whole thing is going on um if any of you uh, care to look, most of the town has shown up. 
uh, you know, and most people like have tickets ready in their hands if they're going to be riding. Uh, there are a couple of prominent figures that look very wealthy that have nice uh, things. Uh, um, Tim, you recognize the shopkeep from before standing with mm. a... Um, uh, there is an automaton standing beside them holding a tube that you recognize. Um, what is she but other doing? Than that, this, hmm? this, the shopkeeper, what are, what are they doing? Uh, the are shopkeeper just, like... is is uh, equal parts looking back at Talbor and then looking back at Rath Gerther dying off to the side with like incredulity at first and then there's like that little bit of infectious laughter and then like she whispers she leans in close to a, a somebody nearby and she goes is this is this like part of the act is is this did he pay this woman to laugh for him that's very much not paying attention to the automaton, uh, incidentally. Should I should I uh, uh, guess your mind? Uh, so I'm only mentioning this because you have some time while the the foot show is going on. Yeah. So this. The question is: Do I do I do the thing? Um, oh gosh, for now. Well, is this? Do I recognize the automaton? Actually, uh, you recognize, recognize it as the automaton that was standing at the register that you walked up ah. to at the very end. Okay, so not the one that I talked to and asked if I could see his insides. No, but it is the same make and model. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna wait and watch and wait for my my moment. Okay. Um, so, after, uh, he believes he has milked the foot joke too long, which of course is, um, way longer than it should have been, uh, he resumes his chat about what this machine is. And it starts off with a trip from here to Waterdeep sometimes takes almost two whole 10 days of walking on a cart or off a cart through rough weather and unkept roads with sometimes dubious mercenary companies keeping you watch. Uh, who would be close to... Oh, nobody, never mind. Nobody notices anything. Don't worry about it. Ignore me. Ah! Uh. <laughs> not suspicious at all not suspicious at all yeah I, and so anyone want to do an insight check or <laughs> oh yeah for no reason if anyone wants to just insight check the crowd yeah oh i've got a minus one to that I beautiful happy to do that no that's a four it's just roll right. for no reason four yeah you are i probably very enraptured with wrath girther who wouldn't be <laughs> whomst, whomst amongst uh, let's us see. I got a 19 mm -hmm. okay that's that's very good um anyone who gets no, who in the neighborhood of 19 high. yay right uh you see uh there's a very prominent well-dressed man with a cane 
up front. He's bald. He has dark skin. He's wearing very affluent clothing. Uh, you can see him like he's white knuckling his cane and he's visibly gritting his teeth. He's very he's very angry uh, at what Talbor's talking about right now. Who's going cock? This guy's bullshit. That's all. It takes 17 <laughs> days, not two 10 days. Jeez. And another um, thing, mercenaries get a bad rap. That's right. Why, I know many reputable mercenaries. <laughs> um, Talbor, at this point, uh, you realize that you've kind of all been zoning out just a little bit because he kept talking about how bad the travel was from here to Loudwater, or from here to Waterdeep, pardon me. Uh, and now he realized he's suddenly talking about the machine itself. Uh, intricacies of the machinery, um, details that you probably don't need to know necessarily, um, but little tidbits that some of you might be interested in, because I know there is at least one inventor amongst you. Was, Just like the mighty airships of the biggest cities, this vehicle is powered by a captive fire spirit tended lovingly by the engineer out front. It produces steam, which then turns a turbine powered by that pressure, and then spins the wheels, which pulls the thing forward. And at this point, um... Maldrith, you notice Tulu kind of steps forward just slightly and gives him a nudge that almost no one in the crowd would see, but you can see like her arm moving a little bit, and Talbot goes, oh, uh, yes! The trip. This is the maiden voyage of the chariot, and some of you are lucky enough or rich enough <laughs> to have afforded a ride on such a fine vessel. Those of you who have a ticket may line up now. And you see several people indeed doing that. Uh, you see what appears to be a, um, a very well-dressed uh, sea elf making their way there. Doing the best voice, yeah. Uh, you see, um, let's see, who else is around? Where are my characters? There they are. Hello. Not you guys. Uh, you see um, uh, what appears to be um, an orcish woman, uh, probably from the local clans. Uh, there's a there's a nomadic clan that lives nearby. Judging by her 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 wardrobe, she seems to be from that. She's certainly wearing um, the colors that they normally do. Very bright, uh, lots of tassels uh, and leathers. Uh, you see. Um, uh, you see that well-dressed man lining up as well. Uh, you see, uh, let's see here. Who else was there? Was that it? No, can't be. I'm forgetting all my own characters. How terrible do am I? I? See, do I see the shopkeeper go yeah, to like line up? Uh, yes, you do actually. Um, I, I where's her model? You know, I don't necessarily need to have her model here, but let's let's just call it. Uh, she was an elf, I believe. Mm -hmm. yeah, I thought is. the shopkeeper was the one at the front, but I might be wrong. Uh, about that, that is, it, I'm using the same model for one of the other characters. 
That is that is her right there. Yeah. And there's an automaton with her, but I won't bother dragging that out right now. Um, so she's lining up and she's paying very little attention to anything else. Talbor, by the way, goes back to talking immediately. Uh, and it's very long-winded and, like, Tulu rolls her eyes. But there's not really, it doesn't really matter right now, so. Um, and these people have been giving their tickets one by one. And lining up and going inside, and some of them have uh, cases that are that are brought in by by uh, other automatons. Um, does anyone want to do anything while this exchange is happening? Um, I do. I want to see if there's anybody that I recognize or um, that I would be suspicious of. Sure. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check for me. Uh, hold on. <laughs> that is a d20. That is a d20. And then I add my perception modifier. That is correct, yeah. Uh, this one's my d20. Um... 18 plus 5. 18 plus 5 is very good. Um, so you don't know who they are, but the sea elf carries themselves uh, as though they, they would be handy in a fight. You just notice that they're they're constantly doing the sorts of things that you and Tulu do. She uh, or they okay. are scanning for exits, and they're they're looking at specific people in the crowd that might be dangerous because you've already looked at the same people. You're just you're noticing uh, game recognized game in this case. That's what's going on. Um, okay. you don't recognize the orc woman, but you do recognize that very much unlike um the uh the reputation of, of the roaming orc clans um she doesn't appear to be harm like she appears to be harmless more or less like she's not carrying herself like she's a fighter um she is she does appear to be a little angry um but beyond that uh doesn't appear to be that sort of a, a thing um okay. and, and then finally um with that high of a rule you notice that the wealthy man with a cane keeps thumbing something in his waistband and you don't know what it is but it's likely to be a weapon the the guy that was getting annoyed at the mayor dude correct yeah okay uh all right anyone else want to do something before we board the train part of me wants to try to like pickpocket somebody because <laughs> that's kind of my character um <laughs> I don't know. That seems kind of risky in front of the automaton. So I think I'll hold back for now. But just know that he's like doing that meme where, where he's like blood vessels bursting in his face, thinking about <laughs> pickpocketing somebody. He's got the itch. Mm -hmm. I want to steal. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's I like, oh, it's it. been too long. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, Rathgarth, there was some, there's something there? I don't think I have a ticket. Uh, you do. The innkeeper gave you one yesterday for your good oh. story. Oh. Right, right, yes. About the um, getting the king to marry his own horse. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Don't think I forgot. 
Um, uh, Tim Tam, you are waiting for yes. your moment, and mm -hmm. if you are going to do anything, oh, it would likely gosh. be now. They're very distracted in general. Um, okay, so the the thing that the automaton is holding, mm -hmm. that is the case that I recognize that the shopkeeper pulled out that, that I believe correct. has my parents' schematics in it. That's right. Why would they just be holding it? That's They're odd. holding it in a tube. It is very much like mm -hmm. a, um, a scroll tube. It's a little bit larger. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's maybe about yay big. Mm -hmm. So if you had um, voluminous outer clothing, you could probably hide it under that if you wanted to. Like a big coat, perhaps? Um, I mean, yeah, you are I'm... in the, in the, uh, in the company of somebody with a big coat. That's true. I guess it's a big coat for me, but it's probably not like objectively a big coat. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna nudge, um, Vernon mm -hmm. and be like, Hey, so this, this robot guy, he has a thing and I, I want it. And you said that you can like, just get like, get, get stuff from people. Could you like get it? It belonged to my parents, and they're missing. And it's like, if if you need a sob story, I can give you a sob story. Or if you just want to no. do it, that's also cool. <laughs> you know, I have been, I have been feeling the itch to, uh, to kind of procure some items. If you understand my meaning, I uh, you Theft, don't need yeah. to you keep the keep the keep the <laughs> sob story at the ready. But, but yes, I will try to relieve or, or rather liberate the the item which you speak of and so i'm just going to kind of just just uh walk up you know nonchalantly and kind of just try to just go right for it just try to reach for it in the hustle and the bustle of the crowd and sure and and try to take the tube so that's a sleight of hand that right? is a sleight of hand check yep you're not wrong um i would I like you i would like to sort of stand is it possible for me to get in between the shopkeeper and the automaton like could i block I mean, I realize I'm a gnome, but could I like s <laughs> try and block him uh, as much as I can so that the shopkeeper can't see him doing this? Yeah, yeah, you can, you can. That'll I'll say you're helping, and then Ron will get a, or sorry, Vernon will get a uh, advantage Perfect. on his pickpocketing. Already, just such a great, great crime team. Crimes. Right, let's see. So. It's Roll not crimes right? if it originally and, belonged um, to my parents, right? It's true. That is true. That is true. Okay, so my first roll is an 11 plus 3, so 14. And my second roll is a 13 plus 3, so a 16. 16, huh? Very well. Yep, um, 16. You are about to take the roll. You grab onto it, and the automaton just looks straight at you. Oh, yes, this is a very interesting tube that you've got here. It's, it's Craftsmanship is fantastic. Look, I happen to notice this uh, looks uh, maybe, a, maybe gnomish in origin. The, um, the automaton to the word gnome looks down at your companion real quick. <laughs> do you want to do anything, Zoe? I or do. Zoe I Tim? know. 
Now, I don't know if this is how automatons work in this universe. Is there like an off button? Like, is there like a, or like a self-destruct, <laughs> like big red button I roll, can push? Is... Roll a, a history check. Oh, this this would go in with your, your engineering I'm, prowess. A 17 plus four is a 21. Hell Not yeah. only uh, do you know that there is an off button. Yes. But you can reach it from where you are. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I'm doing. Right. Uh, so you reach up underneath the butt plate, and there's a little tiny toggle, uh, and you, you clip it, and the whole automaton just kind of like like a puppet with its strings cut. It just kind of sags, and mm -hmm. the, the, the thing comes loose, and Vernon, you can quickly just tuck it underneath your... Yep. As soon yep. as Vernon has it... Right it. Down in my sleeve. Yeah, and as soon as I see that he's got it, I want to turn it back on that in the hopes that the uh, the shopkeeper doesn't notice that what I've done. Right. Uh, yeah, it turns back on, no problem, as if nothing happened. Yes. And, and it looks over at, at Ron again, and then just faces forward. Like nothing happened. And then I just do a little fist bump to, to yeah. Tim. Just, yes. The littlest fist bump. Yes. Indeed. Like I said, already taking over the entire nation. Yes. All right. All right. Sick. So, just at the end here, anyone else have anything to do before we actually board the train? I, I don't think so. I don't nope. have I, I feel like Emery might be trying to 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 lose um, Red Berther in the crowd a little bit because we kind of walked up to the station together. It was just like, okay, this this person's weird. Stop following me. I have a feeling you're going to be doing that for a long time. Oh, probably. <laughs> Almost certainly. For years to come, you will be trying to lose Rath Kurther. <laughs> just like, oh no, I I I must have lost you in the crowd. I'm. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, okay, so everyone lines up and takes their, their their tickets out and stamp it. When the merchant gets to her part in the line, she holds out her hand, and when nothing appears in her hand, uh, she turns on her automaton and, like, starts looking around for it, and she uh, laughs nervously, pushes her automaton back and starts looking on the ground for anything, and mumbling about the, the faulty uh, switch uh, on, on these on these older gnomish automatons. Uh, and and then, basically, you all take that opportunity to, to pass on your tickets and quickly board the train. And I say in passing, oh, dear, it's really unfortunate. Those older models, you know, they're so unreliable. <laughs> unreliable at all. Uh, indeed, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and uh, keeps looking around for it. Um, but you all board safely. And with a great juddering start, the machine starts to chug up. And it pulls out of the station to the applause of everyone watching. We are going to change the board. <gasps> oh. Yay. Hmm, let me pull everyone here in a second. Aha, summon players to this board. Bum bum. 
Very well. I will bring your characters in in just a moment. Where is this? I don't need this up right now. Let's go. Hold on. There we are. Bingo. Who is all these? Wow, that fog is really uh, crazy looking. That's some foggy fog. It's that silent is some foggy fog. Uh, I, I meant it to be artistic. Uh, however, you know, I'm just going to go down. There we go. There we go. This is merely to hide the loading issues of the uh, game. Yeah, yeah I just, you know. Strange, okay. Um, let's see here. Who am I missing? Let's take out Melders. Rathgarther. Him. Vernon. And where's Emery? Emery, there you are. In addition to that, uh, the sea elf and the orc woman are here. So, welcome aboard the chariot. You are in the uh, merchant class car. A warm interior greets the majority of passengers as they step onto the chariot for the first time. A lovely blue carpet runs the length of the hallway past a water closet and six spaces meant for guests to sit and sleep in. These spaces consist of two cushioned benches each, with storage above and below and can be made more private with the closure of a thick blue curtain. Windows on both sides of the car show a scenic landscape passing by at twice the normal speed of a carriage. My goodness, we're going so fast. I hope we don't crash or anything to that effect. I oh, uh, uh, very that. reckless. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a bit of a jinx myself. So is there any like security or like engineers or is are there any like people of authority in this yes. space or is it just passengers? No, there are actually two uh what you would recognize as porters. They're in a okay. uniform together, and they're going up and down the cart. And they actually reach Rathgerther first. Uh, ma'am? Ma'am, I'm, I'm sorry, but I need to ask you for your weapons. Well, go ahead. Ask me. I, there, there are no weapons aboard, allowed aboard the chariot. Uh, you'll be given a receipt, and they'll be held in our secure cargo area. Ah, I see. You're not asking. <laughs> I was instructed to ask, but uh, if there is an issue, I could bring the head porter down and they could discuss yes, it with you. Yes, that will be necessary because I will not be parting with my weapons. I must be ready to do battle at all times, you understand. Uh, the porter turns around and gives their porter buddy the retail worker look. The... the <laughs> the look, uh, and then basically just goes, uh, all right, uh, I'll send my friend over to get the head porter, and I'll take the rest of your weapons, whoever's willing to uh, agree, and uh, and basically moves down to each of you, and it's like, so, well, uh, Tim, actually, I don't think you have any visible weapons, do you? I No, I think I might have, like, a dagger, but it's probably in my bag. Right. Um, so, yeah, no. Who, who would have visible weapons? I think uh, Emery definitely would. Yeah, I would, and I'm wondering if I can, like, just kind of just stealthily, just kind of like hide them under my butt cape. You do have enough clothing for that. Go ahead and roll a sleight of hand check. 
You got it. Slight Unfortunately, Rathgurther has a big old longsword, so that's not really possible. Um, 17. 17 is great! Um, she wouldn't, they basically she wouldn't just, it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, the porter just passes you right by. Um, actually, I don't... Vernon also doesn't have any visible weapons, does he? Actually, I don't think Meldris does either. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> I came prepared. I think I mean, literally... I have a sword. Unless you count you the tube. Oh, that's right. You do. Um, I have sword and daggers, right? That's, that's right. Your daggers would all be very easily hidden just by a matter of course. I think your sword um, would be something. But at this exact moment, um, the, uh, the head porter shows up. Uh, with Tulu, Tulu in tow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the head porter immediately moves over to Rath Gerther, uh, but Tulu moves quickly over to the porter that's about to talk to you, Maldris, about your sword, and she whispers uh -huh. something in the porter's ear, and the porter just passes you by. Sweet. Um, and then Tulu goes to stand with the head porter and talk to uh, Rath Gerther. Uh, Ma'am, I've been told you have a an issue with letting your weapon go. Is that correct? No, I have no issue. I simply won't be letting my weapons go. I see. Is it part of uh, perhaps a religion? No, it's for killing people. I, I thought that would... <laughs> what kind of religion kills people? I, you're uh, a surprising amount, actually. <laughs> I, well, you see, there's a, there's a very strict peace policy aboard the, uh, the chariot and we're not supposed to be allowing people ah. to have weapons on their person however you you need not worry no one is more peaceful than the mighty wrath <laughs> make a wait a second would this be a deception or persuasion persuasion she believes it Persu yeah of course okay persuasion it is This is 16. 16. Well, you are, of course, among the very first on this premier craft, so I would like to say that we would believe you for this run at the very least. You, of course, are some sort of upstanding person. The most would upstanding. Would you accept a peace tie? What is this? I simply tie a ribbon around your, uh, your blade's, um, uh, handle. And this is to signify that you are peaceful with said weapon. Yes, I accept your terms. So in the event that I must draw my weapon in battle, I simply remove the tie? Is this... Uh, yes, should battle be necessary, but no one could ever hijack the chariot. <laughs> I could hijack this chariot, but I will not. I accept your terms. Very, very well. And he very uh, dramatically flourishes out uh, a silk handkerchief. Uh, it is. It's it's pink. It's bright pink. And he ties it uh, very simply he, to your... Rathgurt that drops to one knee and like holds her sword <laughs> out like a medieval knight. Like Yes, uh, of course. And he ties it, and he, he pauses for half a second. I think I know that name, Rathgurther. Most, know from most where, people though. know the name Rathgurther. My deeds are legendary throughout the land. 
I think Tim, upon hearing that, would turn and be like, did you say Wrath Gerther? Indeed. <gasps> Many times I have said my mighty name. She, uh, <laughs> she is going to go total fangirl and just be like, oh my gosh, is it really you? That's so cool. I've read all these books about you and <gasps> I can't believe I've met a celebrity. You're famous. Indeed. My tales are told throughout the land. I have yeah, not read gonna... these books as, alas, I never learned to read. <gasps> oh, you should let me read them to you. I have one here. <laughs> sure. She like, suddenly does. She has eyes a... just sure. light up. She That is the, like, yes. Yes. It's it's very much like a, a penny Bible, except it's not pornographic. Um, <laughs> and it, it's very much like, like, imagine like those pulp sci-fi fantasy comics, like the old yeah. Conan ones. You know, yeah. uh, for those of you who aren't ancient, you can look those up. They're wild. Um, and yeah, it's basically a lot like that. It's um, dreadfuls. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a lot of images with, really with screens. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah, very she's, wonderful. She's going to totally fangirl uh, and and sort of tease the uh, the porter like, I can't believe you haven't heard the stories. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, just for posterity, uh, um, what exactly uh, is this story about? Which one of Rathbrook's adventures? Oh no. Uh, am I allowed to... to um... uh, if, you, if you want to, you may, but uh, you don't have to if you don't. It's more like, am I allowed to, to make up lore about your your character by all means yes oh hell yeah okay so... mind, that's not my character right that's that's yeah it's yeah. who my character believes herself to be um okay so I'm right it's a down. story about how the mighty wrath gerther was um it's like a it's like a sea story like an ocean-based story and she was on this mighty ship and there was a storm brewing and a kraken comes up and starts to tear down the mast and like break the ship but Rath Gerther because she's just so strong was able to like you know strength checking with this this kraken she was able to actually hold the mast uh in place and keep the kraken from from uh tearing apart and you know, with her mighty sword that I see here that she has, uh, was able to fight back against the Kraken and scare it back to the depths. And thus the day was saved and the ship uh, and all of the people on the ship were were saved. Excellent. Excellent. Love it. And I, I note how uh, tremendously in character it is for you, Zoe, to immediately go to a, a giant octopus creature. <laughs> <laughs> First chance to like make up a story, you're like, there's an octopus in it for sure. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, okay, so the porters eventually uh, leave. Uh, Rath Gerther, you, um, yes. just, just as a matter of course, uh, you did notice um, because while you may only believe you are Rath Gerther, you do possess all of Rath Gerther's mighty senses and so you notice that um Tulu being there with the porter was an implicit threat i kind of size them up like 
trying to conspicuously give the impression that I am not impressed. Right. In um, a showy way that demonstrates that I am, <laughs> you know, very much intimidated. Very good. Um, yeah, I mean, like, in terms of... Uh, if you are feeling like your character, you of course would not be intimidated. Mighty Wrath Gerther is never no, intimidated. Like that's the thing, right? Is that she's yeah. giving she's very conspicuously trying to give the impression that she's not, mm. which right. kind of shows everyone a, a, a level of insecurity, right? Like, right, yeah. Which is good because uh, Tulu is someone uh, that is intimidating just by her mere presence, even though she mm. is a a slight figure. Um, okay, folks, you are aboard the merchant class car. The porters have informed you that you are free to roam from here all the way up to the, um, uh, the eatery. There is an actual name for that, uh, that I am blanking on the dining car. Thank you. Uh, and the dining from here, the dining car is yours to explore. You are not first class passengers, so you cannot go into the first class area. And of course, you're not allowed into the cargo areas or the engine. But if you need something from the cargo areas, all you have to do is ask a porter and they will uh, bring you anything you need. Dinner is at five, five o'clock, uh, fa fantasy five o'clock. It is currently uh, fantasy three o'clock. What's the time conversion for fantasy hours? <laughs> uh, honestly, I let a couple of flumps do it for me. So they're they're working hard in the background, just tallying things. Um, they squeak in certain intervals. That's all I know. <laughs> I, just, I love flumps so much. <laughs> um, well, I said it. So I think Tim immediately all she wants to do partially because she was told she's not allowed to go there and she doesn't like being told what to do mm -hmm. she all she wants is to go to the engine room and right. so vernon being the only person that she really uh knows she's gonna nudge him and be like do, do you want to help me sneak into the engine room well, I was thinking about sneaking into first class. I feel like ah. we could definitely get away with it, given our, given our, you know, abilities. But, yes, the engine room might be interesting as well. I think it's on the way, in fact. So maybe we can kill two birds with one stone, so to speak. I mean, I, I don't really want to kill anything, but but we can we can do both things if that's well, is that what that means? It's 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 it's, it's a turn of phrase. It's it's yes oh. exactly. I, okay, okay, cool. Killing two birds with one yes, stone. I'll remember that. Don't murder anything here. Yes. All right. At least not right now. So as those two go scampering off into the next carriage, is there anyone who wants to do something in this carriage, or do you all want to remain and wait for dinner to be called? Is it just us on the carriage, or are there currently? Uh, currently, there is uh, U5 plus uh, the Sea Elf and the the Orc Woman. Emery is probably going to try and grab one of like these little uh, compartments and just try and exude like I want like emo kid sitting in the corner energy, <laughs> right? And just being like no one else come. I want this my zone. 
It's your zone. It's mine. This is the Emery zone. I might not be able to get into first class, but I'm going to pretend like I am. <laughs> and this is like, uh, this area here is like a bunk. Yeah. Where you're it's, going, Emery? It's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's benches. There are two cushioned benches that act also as, as sleeping uh, bunks. They're very thin. They've got uh, storage above and below, and you can draw a curtain across it. Um, question. Uh, is Emery, like, setting up her stuff in the, uh... She is probably just aggressively flopping onto the benches, just, like, putting her feet up on the, on the cushion and just, like, looking outside. She's, like, it's, like, this is my home for the next however many days. Is like, I'm just, I'm chilling. That's all I need. Uh, of course, Wrath Gerther is going to witness this and uh, go to the next uh, bunk over and uh, mm -hmm. start putting her things uh, above and saying, well, it looks like we'll be bunking together. Lucky oh, you. Oh, I see. Uh, so you're, you're you're going into the same zone. There's just there are two benches, yes. so you're going to take the other bench. Yeah. Yes. I can regale you with my many tales along this voyage. Oh, good. You won't yeah. be bored for even a second. Ha, 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 ha. You. Rath yeah. Gerther. Rath. Yeah. Reggie. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever your name was. Uh, are you going to be like this rambunctious the whole trip? Or... At least. Oh, good. <laughs> no one is more rambunctious than I. Oh. I possess the energy of a thousand stallions. Ah. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. And do you always like do you just love bumping in on other people's business? Like, do you always jump into other people's, like, you know, sparring matches? Train compartments? Is this just your thing? You like the fantasy Kool-Aid man? You just kind of bust into places? <laughs> I go where I please and do as I wish. I'll take that as a yes. Great. <laughs> She's already so done. <laughs> Ruffy Tiefling. Yeah. Love it. I'm gonna say um, Emery's just gonna like, just kind of like hunker down and just again, just like emo kid. Maybe if I ignore her, she will leave me alone. And just like probably just like take a book out of her bag and just try to start reading. Just be like, I am ignoring you. <laughs> uh, am I to assume that Rathgerther immediately jumps into a diatribe? I think uh, if she gets the sense, uh, although she's not the most socially aware person. But if she gets the sense that like uh, now is not a talking time, she's going to pull out a musical instrument. Ow. What's my most annoying one? No, <laughs> an accordion. Do a shawl. I, I have a war gong, but I think that's a bit much even for her. Uh, I think she's gonna pull out a lyre and just start uh, singing uh, songs about herself. Oh quietly, lord! Uh, but just loudly enough that it is uh, quite irritating. Right. Okay, I'm going to leave that tableau for just half a second. Uh, and finally, Meldris, uh, as um, the loner here. So, I'm I'm watching what's happening over there, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, like, go kind of, like, away from them, but, like, also keeping my eye on the CL. Okay. Was, um, that, was that who the who the suspicious person was? 
Uh, yeah. And you said I they mean, were in here, right? That's correct. Yes, the the sea elf who it looks as though, even though they're very well dressed, uh, that they could take care of themselves in a fight if they had to. Um, they are simply uh, putting their belongings into an overhead bin and choosing a a, uh, a sleeping area for themselves, and they're just sitting there quietly. Not doing anything suspicious. No. Okay, I'll just find somewhere that I can bunk down. Sure. close to them close enough to keep an eye on them you can go to the one right next to them if you want i mean i think that's too Oops. close uh well is then the one close? you're right in front of is is uh just leaves a space between you and, and their bunk okay yeah okay. i'll do that all right so before we go on break here i just want to see what happens with tim and uh and vernon here uh, Tim and Vernon, you immediately go through into the next room. This carriage is different. Made for viewing and for passengers not sleeping on the train. The observation car of the chariot is made almost entirely out of glass. Brass-plated steel bracing shapes the space of the observation car to resemble the vaulting of stone buildings and the binding rings of a barrel at both ends. Blue curtains drape elegantly from tracks in the ceiling in some places to allow some places to be made more private. There is currently no one in here. Why? This is pretty neat. It is pretty. Right? Okay, let's go. <laughs> no you time for sleep. Pass through. I was going to say something. <laughs> you immediately yes, yes, pass through go. into um... the dining car. Redwood paneling marks the car as separate from those more rearward. Blue carpeting uh, and large windows adding to the rich decoration of this dining car. Able to comfortably seat 12 guests at once, four round tables and similarly crafted chairs are at all times set for eating and covered with lace cloths. At the forward portion of the car, the small kitchen is sealed away from guests, but the clamor of cooking on a moving vehicle can still be heard distantly. There are porters here. Okay, so so how do we do right. this? She's you um, seem like a little sketchy, so she's gonna sort of defer to your. She assumes you are just an absolute expert at all things sneaky. Well, I mean, I feel like the best thing to do is just pretend like we belong here and just keep going. It seems like you know, you, you fake it till you make it is really one of the I mean, lessons that I learned early on. I mean, I I literally do that. I I pretend yes. things and then they happen so <laughs> <laughs> i sense that about you from an early time okay let's keep going just walk past just keep walking just right. keep walking why don't, don't you um to, uh, why don't you both make me a performance here. check as oh, you are no. attempting to okay. seem like your your uh, first class patron Yes. Well, obviously. I mean, look at our wonderful. I rolled roles. a negative two. Oh no! I, so you're like skipping I, around. What, you're like wiping your nose on your sleeve. Your performance. <laughs> performance, you said. Yeah. 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 Okay. I rolled a nineteen plus four, so twenty-three. Twenty-three. That's very good. Um. Mm -hmm. So, 
you i'm um, ready to go full karen on this person if they were to stop us right absolutely uh so you you hold yourself exactly like anyone would expect someone who belongs in the next carriage over to do um and the porter walks up to you as you reach the door and he goes uh sir yes would you are you looking for entry to the first class of course and are you I mean, that's taking your child we're friends yes friends uh, uh, yes 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 my my child friend i'm look i i'm transporting her to her parents make a deception check i think that it, at this point <laughs> Tim would be like, yeah. oh, okay, so this is what we're going with. So she's going to be like, oh, yeah, he's he's going to help me find my parents, which is not a lie. The porter is looking at you a little stranger danger. Um, uh, it's not like that. Oh, my gosh. I, look, do you, is your, if you would be so kind as to show me your tickets, I will let you through. Absolutely. And then I pull out my ticket and um, actually, instead of pulling out my ticket, I pull out like five gold. <laughs> oh, I just, just pull out my just, ticket. Just, just, to him? Yeah. Yes, yes. Here you go. Here you go. Make a, make a persuasion check, but uh, you're going to have to make it a disadvantage considering the last couple of rolls. That's totally fair. Mm -hmm. All right. So persuasion, you say. Of course, this time I roll a 20 plus 6 oh. on my first roll. You have a 6? And then the second roll is a 12 plus 6, so 18. 18 is still good. God damn. Uh, okay. He goes, all right, look, um, just don't do anything weird over there, please. My my job. And he, I would he never pulls do out anything a key weird. And he unlocks yes, the door. Of course. Believe me, we are friends of the working person here. Mm -hmm. We continue on. Welcome. I make some kind of snide comment about working class people to <laughs> to, to sell uh, it. You know. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. All at, right. Well, at hmm, first glance, ahead. not much is special about this car. The door opens to a washroom on the left, and a jog to the right right reveals a long hallway running past three rooms. It's these rooms that denote this car as first class as they have considerably more room than those in the merchant-class car. Each of these rooms is lavishly appointed with a beautiful redwood paneling, brass fixtures, and a bell cord for assembling the porters. Rich blue carpet runs the length of this car in and out of the rooms. Um, is there any way for us to tell who is in each room? Nope. Or, like, if the rooms are all occupied? There you go. Nope. No, Okay. Two bits, you say. Um, two bits, you say. Um, I mean, I suppose we could just knock and try to see if anybody will answer. And then, I don't know, I could try to steal more stuff from them. But I feel like that's kind of overkill, considering we got in here. Um, but what was the whole point of me coming in here in the first place? Oh, yes, because I need to sign people up for our new program at Neck Romancers, which is the Friends of the Children. See, we, uh, we have this thing basically a, a discount card you could say that would uh, uh, you know kind of promote our business um and yes so we want to promote that as much as possible get people in there to spend all all of their cash 
and uh, yes, everybody wins, so to speak. So maybe I just take out Knock on the door? a flyer and just slip it underneath each door as we go. That sounds like a better oh, idea. Okay, okay. So, Are you? Did you say all of that out loud? That description of this this program? <laughs> yes, he's a okay. very big. He's a he's a giant fucking idiot like that. So <laughs> uh, Tim is is very like confused, but she's just like, okay, yeah, okay, sure. But she has yeah. no idea. She doesn't understand yes. any of that. And then we... <laughs> yes, and all of the uh, the flyers say like, join the friends of the right. children for a, a sweet discount at necromancers or something to that effect right uh as you reach the the final door leading into the next compartment as as you fiddle with it you notice that it is locked hmm tim do you happen to know how to pick locks i don't think that i do i don't think like i have oh no i do i have thieves tools uh ah. yes i only like in theory like i've i've looked at diagrams i've never actually done it because I just leave all my doors unlocked. Right. Do you want me, it, well, is that, do you want me to do this? I, I trust that you know the... Oh, yeah, yeah I know how locks work. I trust you. Okay, I'm going to... Yes. Go ahead. I will just uh, stand here and block for you. Go ahead and make your um, mm -hmm. sleight of hand check. Oh. Are you proficient with your thieves tools? I am. Then you add your proficiency as well. So, yeah, 16 plus 3 plus another 2. Is that true? I rolled a... a... Yeah. Right? Yeah. That would do it. Yep. So, so yep. that's that's 21. Perfect. Um, you're fiddling with this lock. It is extremely complex. A 21 does not unlock it. What the... F mm. Mm -hmm. That is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. uh, incidentally, only we had a door opens at the end of the hallway. At that exact moment. Mm, and okay. Tulu Artigan steps out from her compartment. <gasps> oh no. Holding a flyer, looking at it very confusedly. And then she turns and looks down one way of the hallway and looks down this way. You there? What are you doing here? You're not a member of the first class I compartments. Am... I certainly am. Why else would I be here? I was just down in merchant class trying to strip people of their weapons. I saw you there. Yes, we have to go through the merchant class to get. You did as well. No, Otherwise I didn't. You wouldn't have seen me there. No, I had to go there with the head porter. First class well, residents way. get on in first class. Okay. I'll level with you. I kind of missed that part, so I just walked in at the merchant class. I know it looks rather gauche. But unfortunately, you know, I make a deception with check with for a, for a moment. disadvantage, my friend. Sure. I am just attempting okay. to hide behind him. I don't want her to know that <laughs> okay. I'm even here. Make a stealth check for you. I might even like tuck under okay. his, his coat. First one. Right. First one I get an 18. Second one. Okay. Second one I get a seven because I rolled a one. Seven. Hell yeah. <laughs> I rolled um, a six for stealth. That's amazing. No, it's um, not. So, Vernon, before you even have time to notice she's moving, she has your wrist in a very strong lock, and she's bending it behind your back and pushing you back oh, towards no. the dining car. Uh, you take three points of damage, incidentally, as she does this. And then she gazes behind her, like, 
very nonchalantly and says, you should come too, or I might have to just kick you that way. Okay. Uh, once you're over here, oh my god, now you're on top of the thing. That's my bad. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Uh, there we go. Uh, and so you have been forced into here. Um, and Tim, you as well. Uh, sorry for the, yeah. the movement. Whoops. Oh my god. Well, there goes Tulu. Nice. Love it. Uh, oh, it I did it too. Outstanding. I'll, I'll grab your character. It's fine. There you are, Tim. Bonk. Um, okay. I'm going to use this opportunity, by the way, to use my free hand to maybe like pickpocket something from them. From from Tulu? Yes, if that's wow. possible. Wow. Wow. Yeah, go for <sighs> it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to take. I just want to take something. <laughs> okay. Hey, grapes on this guy. I know. So let's see. That's a nine plus. What have we got here? Uh, sleight of hands three, so twelve. Yeah, no. Um, she tightens as you try to but like feel around that, with your I other think, hand, but... um, and you take <laughs> oh, another. God. You take Brennan's another. Get a reputation. Yeah, you take another two damage as she tightens her grip. Okay, that sounds fair. Um, I'm gonna die. <laughs> she says. Uh, when she gets here and she closes the door behind her, she lets you go and pushes you both this way. And she says, I don't want to see you in that card again, or there will be consequences. Are we clear? Okay. I don't say anything. I just stare stoically. That's right. And, and then I'm she like, turns to the I porter. I lean over to Tim and I say, we're going to be back in that car in a second. <laughs> oh she turns God. to the porter, who looks extremely, like he's sweating bullets. And she goes, with me. And they both walk out the door. Close it behind them, and you hear a lock. No, you're going to go in there. Sucks to be that guy. So anyway, your uh, lockpicking case. And that <laughs> yeah, is the last ah, we saw of Porter McPorterson. <laughs> <sighs> and I think for right now, we're going to hold it there because we need to take our break. It has been an hour of our playtime. We are going to... Um, we're going to settle for a second. We're going to get up and stretch our bones. We're going to get water. We're going to refresh our hot water bottles and stuff like that. Uh, and we will be right back. So don't go anywhere. now hi <laughs> welcome back everybody <laughs> you jerk <laughs> uh we are uh we had our nice break i hope you all did as well you all deserve it after watching us for an hour um and where are we here back to the map oh. okay so we just left uh tim and uh vernon after being reprimanded for getting into the wrong spots now uh whatever happens next i'm gonna say that misadventure took a couple of minutes and so the porters are already bustling around and you notice when you're back in the dining hall starting to set up for dinner 
Uh, so, if you wish, you can simply wander about the three cars you're allowed, make a plan, perhaps, and then wait for dinner, or you can try something now and see how well that goes. When has planning ever helped anything? Well, it might have helped a little bit more here, but we won't talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Tim is a little bit terrified. She, it has been quite a long time since she has been yelled at by an adult and (laughs) she, she's a little shaken. So she's going to go back, uh, to the, the main, the like merchant class car and just kind of chill out in, in one of the rooms that is not yet taken. Okay. Um, then let's, let's head back where I'm sure, uh, Emery is trying very hard to read that book still. Um, and maybe Rathgerther is on like the 18th chorus or something. <laughs> the wire has just gradually slipped slightly out of tune. No! <laughs> um, and at this point, Rathgerthers. For, for brevity, we'll say that uh, the it is getting close to um at this point to five o'clock and the the dinner time uh porters are coming around and telling you all that it's it's about time you can get ready to go to the dining hall uh the dining cabin and they'll start to eat with all the guests and then have have fun there more socializing great love it more people to play accordion at me (laughs) And now so there'll be musical accompaniment for Weird dinner. Al Yankovic. <laughs> no! Yeah, the, uh, the porter the porter says that yes, there will be musical accompaniment, but it is um, a soft, uh, magically based music that plays from uh, uh, a small device. Sounds great. So like um, how much longer until the sorry how much longer until the dinner starts uh you can begin going to the dining car now if you wish she's already gone <laughs> <The zoom. laughs> Sentry, let's go yeah straight <laughs> shot um the other guests are of course very all... hungry <laughs> well extremely <laughs> um and so, do you all just kind of get up and go, more or less? Oh, yeah. Speed walking. Yeah. Uh, Tim and, and Vernon, I think at this point, you've probably been back for at least a couple of minutes, maybe 10 or 15 or so, so you've had a chance to settle your nerves and, and head back there. Um, so, yes, all of the guests uh, begin to... Well, Tim's already here. Good, good, good lord. Um, and... People are, are coming in and sitting where they're where they're going to sit. Uh, sure, just yeah, just sit on the table. Why not? Um, DM, would that count as a short rest? <laughs> uh, that would indeed count as a short rest if you wish to take Yay, it. Yay! I get my second wind back. <laughs> Very smart. Uh-huh. Uh And then uh, water. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and let's see here. Anyone else that I need to drag over here? Well, let's get back characters um, here. I will help all of you. 
so with the short rest, are we resetting our HP, I guess, back to like the, the maximum or doing like a hit die thing? Uh, short rest is hit die. Okay. I don't remember what my hit die is because I don't play D&D. If you hit the short rest button on your um, D&D Beyond sheet, it ah! should tell you. Yeah. Excellent. Should. Confirm. 1d8 plus 1. Uh, and then 1, 2, 3, 4, except for Emery. There you are. <laughs> I got two health right. back. Yeah. Two health. Oh, I've never rolled this many ones before in my life. Small, small warlock. <laughs> okay. Oh, don't worry. I got some tricks up my sleeve. Right. Um. So, you enter the dining hall, and people are already taking their seats. The sea elf takes a seat in the very far back corner. Uh, the orc woman uh, picks a seat just seemingly at random and sits herself down in a huff. Uh, the uh, very rich uh, gentleman from before also picks a seat on his own off to the side with the head porter standing nearby and Tulu taking up a seat as well in the same area. Um, porters are around. They are bringing food to and fro. The music that is playing softly in the background uh, is orchestral um sometimes a little bit uh dramatic but it's all very soft in general uh in fact uh Rath Grither, why don't you um make a history check please because this might tickle something in your brain all right 11 11 you do not recognize the sound although you enjoy it she is humming is along comforting. <laughs> Alright folks, where do you want to sit? Pick your spots. Honestly, Emery might just like just like find a spot and to just kind of stand and like stare at Rathgirth and like, where are you gonna sit? And I'm gonna sit somewhere else. <laughs> You're learning. <laughs> you are learning. I just sit like at the furthest back table and just kind of stare out the window, like thinking, just like contemplating what to do next. I think Rathgirther is not going to sit at a table. She's going to just be at the food, shoveling it in her face. <laughs> exactly like a theater kid on break. Just, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, just nom nom nom. Oh, good carrots. Oh, um. Tim, Maldris. I'm going to sit next to Vernon because he's the only one that I know. Roger that. Um, I want to sit somewhere <laughs> along the back wall so that I can have my a wall to my back, but also um, be able to see everything that's happening in the room. There happens to be a couple of wall spaces, one right next to the orc woman and one right next to the sea elf. I'll take the orc woman. Nice. Thank you. On the table? <laughs> on, the, on the table. Why not? Party. Party on the table. <laughs> All right. Uh, Emery, it appears as though Rath Gerther is merely shoveling food into her face. So. Yeah, I'm just going to like quietly. You know what? I'm, what kind of vibes am I picking up off the sea elf? Um, make an insight check, actually. 
Perfect time for inside check. We call those vibe checks at my home game. <laughs> vibe checks. Oh. Give, us, give us a vibe check. Inside. Oh, I'm not good at those. And I roll. Okay, no, that's a that's a six. I thought it was a one. It's yeah. A six. They're like a stone. You can't read them. Mm. Got no idea. She looks fancy. I'm just gonna go like sit across or like kind of grab a plate of food and just be like, uh, the seat taken. No, you may sit where you wish. Thank you. I'm just gonna slide into a seat. Beautiful. As we're all set, um, guests are brought their plates, uh, and Emery, you realize your mistake. <laughs> oh. uh, and and so you you got your plate already, but uh, the porter looks at you as though you were, of course, definitely from the merchant class car, um, and. <laughs> Uh, and brings I everyone else I didn't know. <laughs> plates of food plate from this trestle food. table. And of course, Rapgerther is is still eating, so they just kind of leave her be. <laughs> um, uh, and anyone uh, eating there uh, will notice that the orc woman is brought a special plate with a little note on it. Um, this plate has me a meal that is not from the trestle table. Um... Anyone sitting close by Maldrus and him, you can try to make history checks. See what's up. And if you want to read the note, you'll make a perception. Yeah. History check to see what the food is. An 18. On history? Mm-hmm. Dope. I'm very smart. You're very smart. And so is Tim. That's a D20 again, right? That it is indeed. It'll be along your skills. No, I found it on my page. I just need to know what I'm rolling. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh. Um, well, that's a four. The four. Dope. Love it. Um, okay. So, Tim, mm -hmm. you notice, which seems to fit with her local dress, this food is very specifically a traditional clan food from the area. Um, you actually would probably know this firsthand. You probably had some personal dealings with this particular clan. It roves around the local area. They they shepherd mm. the the whole um, the whole valley, and um, it's it's like it's a it's a boar's heart set cooked lightly and set into uh, a bed of rice and greens. Um, and it's 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 a traditional meal, but there is indeed also a note on the food. On like a little placard, uh, and if either of you two who are close enough would like to want to read that note, you can make a perception check now. I would like to try. Oh gosh, that's a five. Mm-hmm. Maldris, are you going to try for that? Uh, for what? Sorry. The note on the food. Uh, no. Not gonna bother? Okay. Um, Tim is Tim is nearsighted, so it's just, it's a little blurry, you know. It's a little blurry. Um, what you can tell, and this is without rolling, everyone in the area who cares to look at this orc woman, she is seething with anger. She's almost vibrating. Um, she doesn't even touch the food. She gets up. Slowly and with purpose, she says, 
Excuse me. And turns to leave. Talu gets up, walks towards her and says something very quietly to her that only she can hear, unless, of course, once again... Uh, actually, there are three people now who could probably hear her. Uh, Rath Gerther, you can also roll a perception check if you would like to attempt to hear what Talu is saying. But Malgris sure. and Tim can also roll. Perception? Another five. Seven. Beautiful. Uh, Fifteen? Fifteen. That is just barely enough to hear it. You can hear it. It's very, it's, it's hardly audible. It's almost a whisper. And you can see that Tulu is smiling. This just gross smile. And she says... Like sarcastic grin? No, it's like she's enjoying something malicious. Okay. And she leans in and she says, Is the food not to your liking? And the orc woman pulls back and punches her in the face. And Tulu is oh, down. Shit. And then the orc just walks away. It takes a... Would a I want to help her? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you feel like you want to help her, you can go ahead. Uh, it might they, give away that you She's helped her. me, right? That's true. Should I, should I go after the person? The orc lady? What, what would I you like to do? You're going to go after the orc lady? I don't okay. Know. Yeah, I'm going to defend Tulu. Uh, okay, you you can you follow her. She's just stalking back off to the merchant cart. Uh, um, I don't know what to do, but I oh, want to do not, something. That's not <laughs> Sorry. Did I pull Rathgarth? I did. Uh, where is Ben? Uh, so the orc woman is walking angrily back towards the the cart, uh, the merchant cart. Uh, can you attack her? Do you want to attack her? attack her? That's a to you. Yeah. I'm not sure if Tim would also have followed. Do so the orcs that she knew were they like friendly? Like, did she like? Were they? They were. Did she hang out with them a lot? Or they were a little xenophobic, with good reason. They aren't treated very well by more established. Um, because they're a nomadic people in general, they aren't really well received by people who stay still in the local area. Um, they get accused a lot of um, of robbing carts and such, and that's not like they don't. They do occasionally, but only when times are really dire, right? Um, what you do know is that by almost necessity, they are a nonviolent people to uh, as like a, a strict rule, mm-hmm. because if they were ever violent, I mean... The clan is mostly made up of orcs. And so there's a bit of prejudice there that they have to kind of fight. Um, so it's odd. So, she was mad. She was real mad. Yeah, if there's something off about her, mm-hmm. then I would probably... I don't know that I would have run after her, but like, I would I would at least like poke my head through to see what what this kerfuffle is that is happening potentially are you attacking her <laughs> well you do witness the the cloaked one just run out the door after yeah or at least I'm quickly not sure walk. If i want to attack but like you could confront i, I like, suppose yeah but i don't know what to i don't know what i would say i don't know if i like she just she just punched my ally or at least somebody mm-hmm. who's been helpful to me 
Mm -hmm. I want to do something. I just I'm not sure what. Um, let's see here. You could demand satisfaction if you feel like Tulu is a close enough ally that you would count them as uh, a close friend or family. I think I just want to, like, sneak up behind her, mm -hmm. uh, like, yell something and have her, and just punch her back. Like an eye for an eye. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> put one of ours in the hospital we put one of theirs in the morgue um and so <laughs> i guess go ahead and make a make an attack roll with advantage because she has no idea that you're uh okay um shit uh so i'm just an unarmed strike oh uh, well whatever what you'd like really it's just a, uh, it's just a punch I'm not going to stab her with my sword just because she punched somebody, right? You could hit her with the hilt, though. You could do a, a non-lethal attack with your weapon. So it'll do the weapon's damage, but it won't be lethal. Mm. Hit her with the flat of your blade or something? No, I think I'm just going to punch her because that's what she did to, to Lou. Dope. <clears throat> okay. Um, and you said with advantage? Yeah. What am I looking at for my So attack? you're under your attacks, there'll mm -hmm. be an unarmed section, and you just roll what it says. Uh D twenty, well you're rolling two D twenty and you're gonna pick the highest because this is advantage. Okay. Um Okay, my first roll is a thirteen. And my second is a fifteen. Okay, so you're going to use the 15 because it's the highest. And mm -hmm. you'll add whatever your bonus is for your your two hit on your uh, basic attack. Where am I seeing that? Under actions? Hmm. There should be a unarmed. Yeah, it just says range and what my hit dice is. All right. Well, you might not have any oh. bonuses to it because it's a... Uh, not what you typically attack with, right? Okay. Let me let me take it a says quick hit peek. slash DC. Is that what mm -hmm. I'm adding to my that's, roll? That's what you're adding that to would... it, yeah. Okay, okay. That's a 19 then. It's a 19. Plus four. Okay. Beautiful. Go ahead and uh what's your damage? Uh it just says three bludgeoning damage. Three bludgeoning damage. Okay. Yes. Um you like my wind up <laughs> your first attack, huzzah! Um, you are successful. You wind up and you crack her in the back of her head. And she goes, Jah! and she turns around with her fists ready. And then she sees you. And it's obvious she wasn't expecting you specifically. Like, what? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> sorry. And like, didn't think this through. <laughs> it's fine. Um, no, I'm going to say something like, um, like, watch who you make enemies of, and I'm going to turn around and, not not turn around, but I'm just going to, like, back away. What a tribe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she, she has a very confused look on her face, but, um, after the encounter, she, she just kind of, like, rubs the back of her head 
and just kind of like keeps walking back to the the merchant car. Um, and now I want to go back and uh, see what happened to Tulu. Yeah, Tina's right. gonna like duck out of the way because she doesn't. She just wanted to see what was happening. She she doesn't want people to know that she was just crying. Watch the cloaked person sucker punch the orc in the back of the head. Uh, and then yeah, that was the cloaked person that was sitting next to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by now, Tulu is is starting to get back up. Um, she's very groggy. Uh, she's she's got this big bruise on her cheek, uh, and she's just she's looking around like daring people to laugh at her more or less. Uh, and like no one's like everyone's very pointedly eating their food except for well whatever you folks feel like you're doing. Did everybody see me go and like everybody I'm saw me to... leave? But is is Tim the only one that actually saw me attack her? I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sorry, saw Bernard, nothing. Um, I'm in a fugue state. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eating. Vernon's <laughs> <laughs> just gonna like kind of chuckle to himself about Tulu getting hit because of you know her breaking his arm. Um, also he notices uh, um, um, from across the room and thinks hmm I wonder if this person could help us in breaking down the door into the engine room so then I lean over to Tim and I say Tim in your experiences is Rathgurther known for being particularly strong? <gasps> She's the strongest in the whole world. At least according really? to the book. Yeah. Yeah, she's mm. like super cool. And we're, we, we're, we're like on the same train as her. You should ask know, her to some, come wild? sit with us. I'm like, I'm afraid. She's just, she's so cool. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she'd rather sit with you as, a, you know, somebody who's such a big admirer of hers. Doesn't really know me, but you've already regaled people with tales of of Rathgurtha's greatness. So perhaps you should go over and say, "Hey, come sit with us." I don't know. Up up to you, but but I feel like you would be much better equipped in the uh, the lore of Rathgurtha. She would be much more impressed with you. Uh, all right. So Tim will get up and stand uh, behind Rathgurtha for a while like an uncomfortably long amount of times trying to figure out what to do. Like, do I, do I just talk to her? Do I like poke her on the back? Like, I don't know. I don't know how to talk to to famous people. Um, And so eventually she's just going to be like, Hey, do you, do you want to come sit with us so that we can talk to you about something? (laughs) I can't, I didn't eat. Oh, we, can well, talk, we can talk after, after dinner. Okay. Okay. It's well, good well, to see you again. You, you too, I think, is... I think I understood what you were saying. Okay, I... Have fun eating. <laughs> Always. <laughs> food, like, pouring out of your mouth. Yeah, she is just, like... Even as she's speaking, she's shoving food in her mouth, like... Perfect. Just... Absolutely disgusting table manners. Um, so she will go back to the table, tell Vernon what happened. Uh, though I'm sure he could also see 
the interaction. Um, but also, uh, if Muldris is back near us, um, I would say to Vernon, so this, this person, I just saw her punch somebody in the face or them, hmm. them is the correct pronoun, I believe. So like, if we get into trouble, like if that, that, uh, elf person, uh, tries to like, I don't know, beat you up again, then this person could just punch him in the face. We need some face punchers. That is a possibility. Yes, yes. We could use some some heft in our in our group, so to speak. I would rather, you know, expand this this uh what's the word I'm looking for here? Endeavor, I suppose, into a much larger organization. So mm. yes, we could definitely keep an eye on that one too. Perfect. Um so just for you okay. folks to know. Um, you are all aware that this is indeed a multi-day trip. In fact, it is planned to be almost a whole 10-day. They're trying to do it in less time, but we'll see. So you certainly have time to plan uh, for more than just today, if you are wondering. But, intriguingly, oh, okay. at the same time that you are uh, eating and attempting to figure out what just happened to Tulu, and, like, Maldorf, you probably just got in, and, like, Tulu's standing up, and you're like going to offer a little bit of like whatever you're you're planning on at the same time the windows on the dining car missed up and as they missed up a bunch of lewd symbols and jokes and gestures that had been drawn on them flash upwards like some child has has done some ridiculous drawings and like the rich patrons all like oh and 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 like uh the the some of the porters like laugh uh, despite themselves and Tulu's like what the uh, uh sorry everyone and then the head porter goes uh yes indeed uh, i'm afraid dinner will have to be over very shortly let's let's get everyone out of here this is of course not the intention and he rounds on the other porters sitting nearby like giggling and like hey did one of you did one of you do this is this one of you who else could have get everyone rounded together i need to have a talk with them now uh, and basically, um, Tulu and a couple of the other porters are slowly pushing you all out towards the observation car, saying, we're very sorry, uh, we will have more food sent to your compartments if you wish to have more food. Uh, for now, though, the dining car is closed. Yes, more food, Woof. Indeed, indeed. Um, I want to see if I can, like, catch Tulu's eye and just make sure that she's all right. Uh, and Tulu, like, looks at you like, what? what? What's wrong? What? Okay. I'll just go back with everybody else then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Vernon gets to go back to his. Part. Uh, okay. So, herein lies the issue. From now until lights out tonight, the dining car is now closed. And you notice that the porters are on high alert, more or less. Um, but for brevity's sake, what would the rest of you do for the rest of the evening? 
Are there conversations? Uh, do you stay in your car? Do you attempt to go into the other cars, even though everyone's on high alert? Beth Gerther, I think, would seek out uh, Tim to follow up on the uh, conversation. Beautiful. Um, I, I would, would be too starstruck to to be able to form coherent explanations. So I would just I would leave it up to to Vernon. Honestly, I wouldn't worry too much because you're not going to get a lot of words in Edgewise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> Um, I would probably be pondering who could have done the magic to put those lewd symbols on the windows and also, you know, who writes their jokes because I could use some new material. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, otherwise we'd probably catch up with Rathgerther as well. Very well. Um, let's have this conversation then. As you're you're somewhat all gathered around here, Maldris, do you want to listen into this? By the way, because there, you obviously notice this small knot of people talking. Emery, uh, just before Maldris answers, actually, Emery, knowing that <laughs> Rathgerther is going to be doing what Rathgerther is going to be doing, um, would actually um, uh, Rathgerther sought out Tim, so she's likely over here a little bit more. Are you going to also listen in, or are you going to be trying to your best? She's probably gonna listen just out of curiosity. It's like, wait, are you like actually a celebrity, or are you just fucking with me? <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so Maldris, sorry. She, she's what? like, she's like, hmm? I'm not paying attention to you, but I'm paying attention like a little bit just to like suss out the vibes. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and then Maldris, sorry, you're. Are you attempting to listen yes. into what they're talking about? Maldris gotcha. is suspicious of everyone now because the person they weren't thinking was going to do anything shady did something shady. So <laughs> they're going to be paying attention to everything. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, you may begin the scene, Rathgerther, Tim, and Vernon. Oh, gosh. All one. Yeah. Who requested my aid in an endeavor? I, I did. So, so... Let's. We're gonna go into the into the uh, room. That's right. not the right word, but that's what the room. The word I'm gonna use. Compartment uh, here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, do you know some sort of like hush hush? Like, okay. So I really really want to go see the engine because it's like really cool, and I love machines so much. And Vernon wanted to see the rich people room. For something, I'm sure it was a good reason. And we tried to do it, but then we got, well, we, Vernon, got beaten up by the the elf lady, the one who got punched. And what? so we, yeah. Who got punched? It did, okay. I did. Um, <laughs> well, it's more like she wrenched my arm and did serious damage, but. So during dinner. Rathgerther's face is like just brimming with rage. She said, innocent people have come to harm on this train yes. under my well, watch. I don't, I don't know that she was innocent because so she hurt Vernon and then she got hurt by somebody else. So like, I think that's fair. Ah, then justice right? has been served. Yeah. So it's all, it, we're, up, we're back to, to, to even uh, score here. But, so we need help getting past these doors and you look like I mean, you held a ship together with your bare hands. 
Yes. So I feel like a couple of doors are probably, you know, no problem for somebody as, as cool and strong and, and awesome as you. Yes, indeed, no door can hold the mighty Rathgurther. You have judged correctly. I see that you are wise beyond your years, young one. I'm 32. 32 wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 32 years kind of old. Taken aback because he did not expect her to be. Yes, 32. Yeah, then I'm, I'm an adult. Very excellent skincare. Thanks. I don't. I I take a bath like once a week. Ah. Yeah. I shall look into this you call bath. Oh my god. <laughs> Does Rathgurther smell bad? Uh, like currently? No. Okay. no. She actually smells uh, quite like uh, perfumed. Mm. Okay. Um, is that it, Vernon? Did I cover everything? Is that is that all we needed to talk about? I... I believe so. That seems to be the gist of it. We just have to get to the engine room, and there is a door in our way. Oh, um, did you want to... Did also, you... we may need to beat up some porters, but that's a little bit of a story for a different time. Yeah, did you want to talk to the, the one spooky person? The one, she's, they're, like, super shady. Do you want to go talk to them and see if they want to help us punch people? Uh, yes, that sounds like a wonderful plan. Why not? I mean, they're spooky, so they must be fun. Yes! Um... <laughs> I had an idea and then I lost it so <laughs> that sounds great let's go do it <laughs> so uh, mm -hmm. Maldris they're referring to you I assume okay well I'm I'm just like what sitting somewhere else and just you're, listening in you're in the you're actually in your you're, you're probably sitting in a bench on your compartment which is right next okay. to them just listening to this <laughs> Do I know that they're talking we all about just me? peek around the corner, like. Oh yeah, and yeah. then they peek around the corner. So like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a crowd of of weird looking strangers. Very at not your, subtle at all. At your okay. front door. Yeah. Um. So, the faith that I was wearing when I punched the orc, I now look completely different. Just, just in case. Oh, so you, you, look I... in, you look in here and you see a completely different person, with the exception of the clothing. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder where that spooky person went to. I Do you do you know, there was a, a person, what did you, I don't have it written down, what was your appearance before? Before I was just a super generic um, looking androgynous person with like short um, brown hair, I think I said. Did you, mm -hmm. Yeah, did you see a, a person with like really short brown hair and you know, they were, they they looked very normal, but like spooky because they had like a hood. Did you see them? Um, I I think so. I think I, I saw somebody like that. Why, why do you want to know? We want to hire them to punch, well, not hire. We want to ask them to help us for free to punch somebody in the face for us. <laughs> Maybe. There might be punching. The punching is, is it, it's like just in case. We want them around just in case we need to punch people. Emery is now listening very intently. <laughs> <laughs> just, just sliding in there. Yeah, we're just like sliding. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I, I could actually just like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Um. I think I know the person you're referring to. I can go get them if you need them. Okay. Thanks. And Mal is going to walk, like get up and get out of the, get out of sight, basically. Right. Wait a few minutes, and then come back with the, the same face that they had on earlier. Right. Except not on top of the train. Jay, Jesus. Uh, somewhere down there. There you go. I say something to the effect of, "Hey, wait, we want to talk to that other person again. We had one more question." <laughs> <laughs> This is the hat bit from. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, you want my brother? Um, I, uh, <laughs> Rath Gruther has like a sly smile, uh, and she's uh, just like, one night on the train, and already you've made a romantic conquest, I see. <laughs> I come back to our bunk and uh, find a stranger there wearing your clothes. <laughs> I'm impressed, I must say. I don't have a response for that. <laughs> I think what, Maldris would likely just blush. <laughs> just, uh, sure. I mean, they're wearing the original face you guys first saw now. Mm -hmm. But, right. um, yeah. Okay, uh, do you want to... I don't know if your friend or... Sibling? I don't... What do you... Because they were wearing, like, the same clothes. Maybe you're, Friends. like... I believe it's quite a different relationship than I, that, Tim. Like, Maybe they're on the like same page. Like, just Okay. Okay, I'm just going to go with friend. Um, So, your friend, I don't know if they explain the situation, but we might need to punch people in the face. And I saw you punch um, the orc. I don't, I don't know if you saw me that I saw you, but I did see you. And it was really cool. You're like really cool. And we wanted to know if you wanted to help us, we might need to punch some people. And you seem good at it. Why are we punching people? Uh, Ver Vernon can explain. Kind of a <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> it's more of a uh, precautionary measure, we'll say. There's no guarantee that there will be violence, but should anything, you know, any any kind of breakdown occur between communication, you see, uh, between us and, let's say, the engine room, uh, we might need to get into a little bit of the fistic cuffs, and, and if that should occur, then we would rather have somebody who's proficient in, uh, in, in spilling blood, you see. Well, I can definitely do that. Excellent. Would you like to help us out with this uh, endeavor to uh, to get to the engine room for no real reason, but to, just to learn cool. how it runs? Exactly. Curiosity. Yes. All right. Awesome. I think at this point, Emery's going to lean out. I was like, are you guys going to try and hijack the train? What? No, 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 no. no. You're Nothing talking of about the beating up no. the people who work. What? Only if they get in our way. And who are you again? Uh, Emery. You guys nice are. Meet you. So you're you're not hijacking the. No, I don't. Not, I don't even know how it works. works. That's I'm what not I want to say. If you're hijacking the train. 
Uh-huh. I mean, why don't you just ask to see? I mean, you're like a little kid or something. They might just let you I am 32 years like, old. You're what? I'm 32. <laughs> okay, could have fooled me. Sorry. Um, but I... Is it the hair? Do I need to, like, grow it out a little bit? Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Your general demeanor. I hate that I Look, agree everybody with you, Everybody learns yeah. about taxes at a certain age. It just sometimes it takes longer for other people. <laughs> what age did your parents I'm a late you talk about taxes? <laughs> 32. Oh, no. <laughs> so are you going to help us? Or does that sound like something you... I mean, you have... Your swords are, like, out, right? You, like, have them um, on she, your... She's, like... I mean, if the porters aren't there, she's probably not doing a very good job of hiding them. Right. I mean, like... Yeah, but these are... I mean, I don't want to get kicked off the train, but... They won't kick us off? They probably would, actually. Well, they are welcome to try. I think that if you I'm... go in there, yeah. fantasy guns blazing, they will probably just throw you off the train. They probably won't even stop the thing first. But why? So, mm. like, listen, mm. I'm all for punching random people, but I just feel like the random people should deserve it. They and do think... deserve it. Why they're not? They're, they're rich, not letting us look. It. Yeah. Well, I, I don't. I don't know about that, but uh, they're, well, they they're all not, rich. They're not letting us look at the at the train. It is an educational thing that everybody should be able to learn about engines. Yeah. I mean, I I guess I think there's a little bit more like I feel like this could have a more diplomatic approach to it. I guess rather than just beating up the people who work here. Oh, of course. We would much rather do the diplomatic route initially. However, as a contingency, you see, we should be at the ready in case they decide to resist our efforts to learn more about how this train runs. <laughs> if we want to learn about train? the train, do not resist. <laughs> Is that why you want to see how it works? No, I just, yes. I, I want to know how it works because it's cool. That's it. Local child wants to learn. Entire party helps by force. Excuse you, she is 32 years old. Oh, are you man. not passionate about the education of children? They are our future. I'm passionate I'm future. about not getting kicked off a moving train. That is what the thing is called, right? It's called a train. It's new. It's sure. a fantasy new thing. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? We'll call it the choo choo. The choo choo, indeed. Ah, <laughs> uh, that might catch on a lot better than train. Yeah, right. I don't know why we're calling it the train. Like, there's already a word for that. Like, when I go outside with my swords and I practice, it's called the training. Oh, well, there you there's go. There's no swords allowed on this train, so I don't think it should be called that. It should be called the choo choo. Well, it's okay. trained upon the rails, I believe, is the. It's was a railed can... railed carriage was the term used. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to let that go, see where it went. That's wherever the train takes us. Right. Um, I mean, the, the fantasy choo choo. Yeah, that's right. 
Um, okay, so you folks are—you have a loose plan. Some of the people in the party seem a little bit more dubious about the plan than others. Um, however, the question is: uh, Do you wish to try and enact this plan this evening, or wait until perhaps tomorrow when the train would perhaps not be on lockdown? Personally, I feel as though we should do a little bit more scoping out. Stake out the train, as you, if you will. Um, kind of learn where the weaknesses are and things of that nature. Yes. Mm. Anybody else? What, what? Any other plans? For, yes? No? Yeah, I think I, again... I know, I, I know. You. It sounds like we're trying to hijack, but we're not, I promise. <laughs> like, I think... I think that just going up and saying, hello, I am a small child, I would like to see the engine and then not hijack the train, I feel like that would not be a terrible idea. But, but if I'm not gonna... a child. But you could Are play you telling me to lie? I oh, it's mean... like pretending. If it's pretending, yeah, then it's okay. Yeah, yeah, what, what you said. Yeah, okay. just... Yes. Like, you could go up there and be like, I mean, hell, I'd even help you with that. It sounds fucking funny. Um, be like, hey, my daughter wants to look at the train choo-choo engine. Sorry. Would... Tim, a did you just say that a... um, when one pretends no, it is not a lie? I Well, yeah, because, like, so lying is when you, you don't tell the truth and it's bad, whereas pretending is when something is fake, but it's good. Exactly. Like if you, if you need it to be true. Or just like want it to be true. Yeah. Right. Yes. No. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So are um, we? Are we? Basically, waiting, if you just decide to more or less chill for the night here and in the observation car, just kind of gathering information, that's that's easy enough to do. In fact, um, it's super simple to say you kind of just chilled there for most of the night and basically tried to give the porters no reason to suspect that you were all fishy in some manner. <laughs> And then eventually lights out will be called around 11 o'clock at night. And the porters would go around blowing out sconces. And then something happens at midnight. And I'm glad we got here just at the end of the stream because I needed to, to set this up. Because it was very, very important. You all are relaxing or chatting as it's dark out, watching the night sky roll by slowly but surely. And there is a hard jerk from forward, all the way forward. And the rumbling of the train gets intense. Things are falling off the wall. People are, are being thrown from the benches. And with a squeal, and a wall of fire, your world ends. You have all died. I'm fire resistant, though. <laughs> <laughs> you scream that as you die, but I'm fire resistant! <laughs> I'm just a child! But not really. 
Tim, you're standing in a realm of smoke <gasps> and whispers. Literally. Surrounded by six other figures. No, sorry, five. I'm done. I miscounted. Five other figures. And you can't quite make out who they are. Can I make out their height? Are they little like me or are they big? They are much taller than you. They're about okay. the size of average folk. Okay. And... Um... Oops, that's not what's happening. Oh. The only thing you can really make out is this this feeling of being cold. And it, it's it's horrible and shivering. But something warm touches your hand, and you mm -hmm. look down and you see the figure of a four-legged animal. <gasps> and it makes a clinking sound. And then the world goes dark again. Oh. Vernon. You, yes, sorry. you see five other figures around you, one of which is small. But you have the feeling of being in a vast emptiness. Just this, this horribly wide expanse filled with roiling smoke and, and stars and something impossibly big moving in the far distance. And your world goes dark again. Maldris. You hear music. Mixed with the sound of falling leaves. It reminds you of home. And in the darkness ahead of you, there's twin pinpricks of light. And a low, deep growl. And your world goes dark. Emery. You see yourself floating in nothingness as though you're looking at it through a shattered mirror. You can't quite get a good look at yourself. You're just frustrated and you don't know what's going on. And a figure approaches. Just so angry. Rath Gerther. You have perhaps more than the others been touched by death before. And your feeling of being here is familiar. From way off in the distance, you hear a voice. And now we see our heroine steeped in her plight. For kings need brides. And Rathgertha knows not flight. And a snap. And there's a light on you. As though you've been lit up by a spotlight. Do you say anything? Is this my curtain call? It feels that way. Um, it, I, I think she would make a big, like a big scene of dying uh, dramatically falling and you know the world quakes at the loss of the mighty Rathgerther the tears of the peasantry fill the oceans 
off to the side again, you hear the same voice from before, but a little bit more jovial. You'd be like, uh, that, that's not the line, cuck. Cuck. You all right? You look a little pale. I'm fine. A young man starts walking towards you, and you know his face, but you can't quite see it. It shifts like it's made of smoke. And as he walks towards you, you hear a distant roar. And his skin starts flaking, turning to ash in front of you. He stumbles as he burns terror on his features, and he reaches for you as he falls in a heap. Your cheeks are wet with tears that are already evaporating because of the just raw heat you're feeling. And you scream his name. You can't remember what you're screaming. And the lights go dark. Sconces on the wood panel walls, the merchant car burn brightly as you all fade back into reality. Ma'am? Ma'am, I'm sorry, I need to ask you for your weapons. A porter stands before you, trying to get your weapons, Rathgurther. Um. Sorry, um. Could I perhaps take a tie of peace? Yes. Yes, you can. Thank you. And I, and as I we, look, I, look, um, I, I uh, kind of look around for people that I know. You see all of the people you were talking to before, and all of them have that same worried, pale, shocked look on their faces. But worse than that, as you gaze briefly out the windows, you don't see the landscape passing by anymore. It's dark and windy and filled with thick mist and hands and screaming specters are holding for dear life onto the side of the car all of them whispering to you in the same voice welcome to the morning rail and that's where we'll leave it for today oh my god <laughs> morning with, uh, with a U yes morning with a U okay I promised I wouldn't kill you permanently. Can't tell you. I thought that that was uh, an unnecessary qualifier at the time, but I said nothing. I needed to be sure. <laughs> I didn't want to scare you all too much. Yeah, when you messaged me, like I, I had to think of a way that Tim wouldn't die. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> well, I, I have reasons. There are always reasons. Okay, everybody. We are running a little bit over time, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a quick break to use the washroom, and then we're going to come back and do our table talk. We're probably going to run until about maybe quarter after five-ish. It's a little bit over time. Um, but be ready with your questions, because we are going to answer some of table talk right after the break. We'll see you then.